Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Ben. You're listening to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Dueling Genre. Welcome to the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, where we are covering the movie Mallrats one minute at a time. Today, we are covering minute 85 of Mallrats, which is quite possibly. The greatest triple nipple minute ever. I'm Jeff Ferry. And I'm Chris Derkach. And I'm Sean from Groundhog Minute and Spinal Tap Minute. Oh, we're hey, glad you were able minute. to get here and uh, get a, a couple days away from Punxsutawney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's great to, uh, to finally get to the mall. I feel like that Groundhog Minute is happening all over again. It's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly seems that way. It does. I'm like, I, I thought I heard this guest before. I don't, re- and I don't remember recording this minute, but uh, this podcast is never going to end. I mean, we're 85 minutes in, so I feel like that on this podcast. Yeah. And I'm cursing myself for doing the extended edition and not just doing the regular one. Well, yeah, you got like another hour to go here. You- oh, my God. You know, it's like the Spartacus of Kevin Smith movies. It goes on and on. How long is the theatrical cut? Do we ever f- remember? Do you remember what that was? Was it's it like ninety six minutes or something? Oh my god, we'd be almost done. <laughs> yeah, it's like a normal movie time. It's an hour and a half. Well, it's like a eighties nineties comedy length. You know, yeah. 90, 95 minutes as opposed to like a Judd Apatow two hours, which is what we're doing. Yeah, did, did someone needs to tell Judd Apatow he's not making James Bond movies oh that can god. be less than two hours. I'll give him oh. this. I've heard him interviewed, and he says all my movies should be twenty minutes shorter. That's great. Right. You've identified the problem. <laughs> Fix it. Yeah. Okay. Listen, you know, he, like knowing is half the battle, and then well, the, the other is, half is hey, cutting out. G.I. Yeah, Joe. Yeah, if, you, if your whole movie is just improving, though, you're going to run into that problem. Because it takes a little, it's like a little, a scene that could take a minute if you did a nice tight script is going to take two and a half minutes. Because well, you've got to work in three Seth Rogen jokes that aren't all that funny, and him going, <laughs> Cut that out, man. That's, that, I mean, that's why Spinal Tap took seven months to edit. Yeah. So, because that's like a tight, that's like 83 minutes we were in and out. Like, we'd be done at that point. If you were doing <laughs> Spinal Tap, you'd be done. Yeah. Well, by, and, by I'm sure he, and I'm sure Reiner could have put together a three-hour movie if he wanted to. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like a there's like a five-hour raw cut of everything they filmed. And it's not like different takes of the same, same scene, which they did do. There's like five hours of distinct material on top of... Then I think there was three hours of the interviews. Like I'm talking mm-hmm. like the the like on location band walking around stuff in addition to the them just sitting down talking head interview stuff. So there's like eight hours of spinal tap that they whittled down to less than an hour and a half. Well, you should have done that. The problem with Apatow is he doesn't do enough whittling. Yeah, he's got a he's got a whittle. Yeah. Come on, Apatow. Yeah. All right, so uh, <laughs> minute eighty five, we're gonna keep it classy. This minute starts with boobs and ends with boobs. Boobs. Yeah. I mean, we are not boob adjacent anymore. <laughs> we are. We're full frontal boobs. <laughs> We're full frontal. Yeah. I, I didn't realize maybe until we had it cut down into the minutes of she is naked for a long time in this movie. Right. So how long during <laughs> shooting was she naked? Like a full three days or something? Oh, my God. She must have been. I mean, yeah. you're assuming. Well, obviously, she's only naked on her coverage. But, I mean, assuming it takes two, three days. to. Sh- well, no, no. She's sh- this Pr- Priscilla's a professional. So she oh. would have been there for... Uh, you know, for Jason and Jeremy. So I'm sure Full she was method. there topless when they're doing their stuff. Topless <laughs> even when they're just doing their co- their coverage. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way pros do it. Yeah, although, I mean, I mean I've mean, i sure you've heard stories. That you listen to people that are like, especially stars, they shoot their coverage and they're gone. Yeah. yeah. So like you're in a movie with whoever. I don't want to mention like 
you know, say Jeremy London was famous. You're him. <laughs> yeah, for example, he does he does his coverage and he's gone, and you're now talking to the uh, you know the whoever the script supervisor is is doing your lines. Really? Yeah. Well, I was going to use Tom Cruise as my example, but then I've heard that he doesn't do that. So no, I've heard really? he's great actually. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard the opposite. Like he stays <laughs> yeah. there and does that stuff. Yeah, it tells you how to do your your lines <laughs> you, and stuff. You heard that? I think you heard me tell the story about Jay Moore doing that. Was it you? Yeah. I thought somebody else told that story. He said too. he's in the middle of Jerry Maguire. Tom Cruise is given like really. I think it's when they're at the restaurant. He's doing his speech, and while he's doing it, he's directing Jay Moore where to move off camera with his hand, like, move over, move over, and then he gave him the thumbs up, like, yep, that's where you're supposed to be, all while he's delivering Jesus. his speech. <laughs> I was all like, right. listen, the guy might be crazy, but he certainly knows his craft. There you go. And speaking of knowing her craft, uh, Miss Ivana certainly knows her craft. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Th- this minute starts with her sh- shaking her boobs up and down. Yeah. And with uh, apparently the soundtrack from Aladdin going on in the background. <laughs> yeah, what is that? <laughs> well, it's got a you know, it's it's mystical. It's yeah. setting the mood. I feel and like somebody, yeah, somebody went into the where whatever studio archives and were like, <laughs> just punch in like Gypsy yeah. and see what comes up, or <laughs> like a fortune teller. Yeah, it's like what, what did we do on the last Sinbad movie? Yeah, yeah just roll that. Sinbad in the Seven Seas? No, no, no. One of the, the 14 really crappy sequels that came after that. Yeah. No, we can't afford the good Sinbad. Yeah. But, uh, Sinbad and his trip to the Kmart. Get that one. Um, the best thing is he actually gives decent advice. Yeah. Well, this is yeah. where she wins uh, Jeremy London over completely. That is my favorite part of this scene is that the whole movie, um, Jason Lee is in charge of this little operation. Yeah. But yeah. her taking her shirt off has totally thrown him off his game. He's got nothing anymore. <laughs> And Jeremy London is now in charge. He looks scared when he, when they <laughs> they go to him. I don't know what he's afraid of. Yeah, now he, I mean, part of the movie, like, there's so there's kind of two leads between T.S. and Brody. And, like, they've bro- both broken up with their girlfriends. Like, presumably they've, they've both had sex. Like, you know, we're supposed to think Brody has seen right. breasts before. Like, why is this, like, completely freaks him out? Well, it's, you didn't it's notice she had a nipple. third nipple. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's a third nipple is like a curiosity at best. Yeah, like it's I can see big a deal. staring at her. I mean, listen, he's reacting like she took her pants off and had a penis. I mean, there's no other way around it. Right, right. Something that's a little bit another step up to like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, yeah. Or like, but it's it it's literally a third nipple. It's like it's not nipple. deformed. It's not like a little baby arm sticking out of her breast like it's just she just there's no quado there right (laughs) like that would be disturbing yeah a little a little quado like hanging out but like it's just you know it looks like like i don't know which one is the nipple and then which one's the extra because they're both the same like which one's like the primary and then which is the like the third because it looks you know so it's not it's just more than you expect you know, this you would bother me not at all. Like, this would not bother me in the least. Yeah. It would give me, like, that one-second pause of just, like, yeah. something you weren't expecting where you'd be like, huh, huh. I wasn't expecting that. But no yeah. different than if she took off her shirt and had a huge weird tattoo or had, like, a scar right. or something like that. Something that would just yeah. like, oh, well, I yeah. wasn't expecting that. But, yeah, Brody is, like, he can't even look at it. He's absolutely disgusted. He's, he's, he wants to leave. <laughs> we got to go. We got to go, he starts saying. He yeah, he's trying up. to get him up. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, she's... uh <laughs> Maybe there is something to this topless fortune telling thing. Cause. Yeah. Um, has anyone ever been to a topless fortune teller? <laughs> no, I can't say that. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like, is that an actual thing? Obviously, like outside of the movie, is uh, that an I, option? I think I mentioned I this to Chris. We used to have a, I don't know what the hell she was, a psychic or something in the town we work in. 
And apparently she would read your future and take your pants off if you had a couple extra bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly, that place got closed down. Oh, really? He's yeah. Like, fortune telling without a license, I suppose. That's among yes. many other places that got closed down for the same type of thing in our area. Yeah, so. we've had a few of them. A couple of massage yeah. parlors, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure a tax prep place got shut down for the same reason. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've only been to like a fortune teller once. And it was with a, a it was with a girlfriend. We were like I don't know, I think we were, we were out to dinner like we were like waiting for a table and then there was a fortune teller like across the parking lot in the strip mall and we're like oh let's just pop in and, and see what happens and like nothing came off close wise. Did you pay fifty eight dollars? Despite me asking multiple times, <laughs> yeah. Despite my insistence and and I don't remember the exact like what what fortunes were told, but I don't you know if it was very accurate. I would have remembered, so I, I don't yeah. think it was good. And I think it's it's the clothing. I think that's why. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, that's how she gets her power. She says. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll tell you what that's ruined it for me was just when I got older and I started like you read up on it a little bit and you learn about like John Edward and how to do cold reading and stuff. Cold and readings, it's like, yeah. oh, this just ruined it all for me. Yeah, it's all fake. <laughs> you realize that if you don't volunteer any information, they have nothing. Right. I mean, I saw that lady take Pee Wee's wallet and start looking through it. I saw it. <laughs> it's funny because you said that. I was like, I remember when the uh, that guy at the tent went through a Dorothy's bag and saw <laughs> right. him in there. Yeah. She looked through so Pee Wee's wallet. He looked through right. Dorothy's bag. So then how does Miss Ivana know um, know Brody's birthday? Yeah, I don't know. That was Is it just, I mean, also, she only goes the month. Like, she doesn't give a day. <laughs> Which would that's be really still, impressive, but still, that's still as a psychic, a one you're taking a chance there because that's yeah. Yeah. you're taking that's a one in twelve shot. Those yeah. are not great odds. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have in my notes after she says talks about combining their efforts. Yeah. Um, when it cuts back to her, she does a couple more nipple work, and then she gets a big smile on her face. Yeah. And the smile's hilarious. It looks like she was almost like breaking character, smiling. <laughs> Just like I can't believe I'm sitting here playing with my nipples for two hours. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting paid for this. <laughs> like this is much more fun than Three's Company was. Thanks a lot. Now I'm watching how the camera cuts back and forth, and they may not even be in the same room together. Thanks a lot. Have you never seen a movie before? <laughs> I know, but this is uh, now I'm noticing it. Thanks. Yeah, but the difference is Jeremy London and Jason Lee were nobodies, and so they probably had to sit there unless she didn't want them to. I right, mean, I guess right. you'd have to ask her because some people right, are like, gonna I'm going to be. Gonna be it depends on how much being topless bothers you because sometimes right. when they do nudity, yeah. they want minimum people in there. I mean, that's usually for like sex scenes and stuff, but right. Maybe you don't want 50 people in there. I don't know if you've ever been on a film set, but it's not like three guys are there. And people right. are just I, hanging out, just like all over the place. <laughs> right. Yeah. Though she looks pretty good. She's um, the actress, Priscilla Barnes. She's 41 when this is made. Yeah, she looks great for 41. Yeah, she's to hold yeah. up pretty well. So maybe she's like, you know, she wants to show it off. I mean, we and do was, see it's not, it's, I think it's next minute as they're leaving, or maybe the minute after that, that like they're actually in the frame together. Yeah. Um, so we know, like, at least at some point, they were all in the same room, yeah. and, and she was topless. But at least, yeah, for this stuff, the way they go back and forth, yeah, they may not even be in the same same room. The magic of, I, of editing. I you hear that, see. Apatow? Editing. <laughs> it's <laughs> magic. <laughs> we're coming for you, Apatow. We're coming for you. <laughs> we're coming for you. You notice there, there I, I, I'm going to go out a limb. I think I'm right in this, that there are no Movie by Minutes podcasts of Judd Apatow movies. Really? I don't think so. Yeah, I, I mean, can't, I can't either. Yeah, I'm just saying. And there's maybe. and there's two on Kevin Smith movies <laughs> so far. So Smith two, Apatow zero. I'm you know the numbers don't lie. That's that's all I'm saying. I thought I heard someone talking about Superbad maybe, but I know there's nothing up. 
Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> you know, I feel like if I did those movies, I would do them in like five minute chunks. Yeah. It'd be tough for like a minute. It's like, all right, well, they threw five jokes back and forth this minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, that might that might be tough. But uh, I did just notice how she gets the October. She, you know, she got to touch each nipple when she says October. Yeah, October. Yeah, that's how she got it. And I thought that was like, I guess it's maybe it's different. Like just fabric is non-organic. It's like dead versus hands that are living. But so she says she's got to be topless for like the powers to be effective. But then she's like constraining the breast not 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 the whole time but there's a lot of squeezing and pinching and stuff like like if she really just needed them to be free like i would think yeah. she would leave them alone i think she's so ringing say, them for information yeah if you're just using this minute what would you say or the odds are that she has the gift just using this minute for your basis i mean she got everything right in this minute yeah because she i mean now in terms of like let's put the birthday thing aside and because we don't know how how she gets that right i mean the the advice she gives is kind of generic like right. obviously that you have a problem that's why you're here and you seem like pretty you know talking about cold readings like you you seem like pretty dorky guys so the problem is probably girlfriend i mean you're not you're not a couple like you guys don't seem like you're together but you're not here with your girlfriend you're here with your you know your heterosexual life mate so <laughs> Like, the girl trouble, that's not a huge leap. And then the advice she gives is kind of, eh, combine your efforts. Right. Hmm? Both of you work together. Work together. I mean, they work together when they came in there, right? Yeah. I I mean, I guess for some people, it's not unlike going to a therapist, where the therapist may not actually give you any advice, but you're just throwing stuff out there waiting for somebody to be like, like, you'll say, like, maybe maybe we should work together. And the therapist might be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll do that. Like, they didn't give you any ideas. You already had that (laughs) idea. You just didn't think about doing it it just kind of act as a sounding board and kind of let you talk it out they could have had the same conversation with silent bob although it probably would have been uh, less exciting <laughs> well unless he was topless so. <laughs> oh that's I mean, not you see kevin smith is never topless you're more right but like back in back like the the 90s kevin smith i mean now it would be all saggy and you wouldn't want to see him but yeah <laughs> 20 years ago i'm sure he was a looker back when he was a busty young man yeah and now it is unusual now we'll, we'll have to wait you know listener keep listening to the podcast to see you know does this advice work out or not it is unusual i guess or, or risky advice because if if she does have the gift then she would know like part of part of the reason like part of the at least for brody part of his trouble is like he is too much of a guy's guy not necessarily a, hanging out with ts but the video games and the comic books and everything like yeah. If he was spending less time with his guy friends, maybe he would still have a girlfriend. So, like, the, the combine the effort thing is actually, like, counterintuitive. Well, I think he, his problem is he's just a self-centered person. Yes. And <laughs> right. T.S. is almost like – he's kind of an asshole, but he also is, like, trying to help her. Brody needs to take on some of T.S.'s things, like uh, actually being attentive to your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then, and then T.S. can take on – can be, like, more like Brody and not be quite – not he's so needy whip. and whiny. Yeah, he's, got, he's got to have right. some level of uh, yeah. testicular fortitude. <laughs> yeah. So, like, meet in the middle. So maybe that's what she's saying, like, if you can kind of... Maybe that... Yeah, I, I, I'm guessing her intention was not hijack a live television broadcast and, and all that stuff. Right. Well, maybe it was, but, yeah, maybe <laughs> she was just thinking, like, she, she kind of sensed the personalities and, like, all right, you got to be 
less of a dick and you you could be a little bit more of a dick and, and people might respect you um, or maybe not or maybe we'll not. find out <laughs> yeah. maybe on Wednesday yeah uh, don't we have anything else for this minute <laughs> well, just, um, uh, well I want to say that most I think most guys will will take advice if it's coming from a topless woman True. I mean, true. even if you're not going to take the advice, you'd be like, just keep talking. I, you're certainly going to listen to whatever yeah, she has to listen. say. Yeah. You, yeah. It's like you, you, you're like going to get in there a short enough amount of time where it, like, it still matters. I don't know if you've ever been to a – perhaps to a place where there's lots of naked people. It's one of those things that for like the first five minutes, you're like, wow, naked, naked, and then you don't care. That, yeah. Right. Then it's over. Yeah. Like if they sat in there with it for an hour after ten minutes, like you – Whatever. Like, okay, you don't have your top on. I don't even notice anymore. You, right. you notice that, like, Jeez. you're at a strip joint and uh, people start nitpicking after about a half hour. Like, oh, God, look at this one. <laughs> Five minutes ago, she was fine, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, what are you talking about? If, at 10 minutes, I'm still standing at the door whining about the cover charge. Like, I know yeah, yeah. way am I paying to go in there. <laughs> what, do I want to break this 20 down into ones? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I like that she says, uh, well, Believe it or not, some people still frown on topless fortune telling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, those, those people are uh, those people are communists. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I've I've been. I know, like, there's like the nicer mall and then the dirt mall. I don't know if I've ever been in a, or maybe maybe I have been. I just didn't know it. I, I don't think I've ever been in a mall that would condone any kind of any kind yeah. of topless business. I don't think I've ever been to a flea market or dirt mall, as they call it, that would condone that. Yeah, I don't. I've never. I. At a flea market, I don't see this type of activity going on. I think I mentioned it before one of the previous minutes, but the only thing I've seen anything like this at a flea market is when they hang the shower curtain around the XXX movies and all the weird old men stand behind the shower curtain look through them. <laughs> oh, it's God. the only time I've ever seen anything like that. <laughs> That's way worse than this. <laughs> it is worse than this. Yeah. I mean, she's got uh, a pretty pretty decent space. I'm assuming like there's a, like a, a waiting room or entry area. I don't know. They look like, like they outside that from, curtain, or is that all they, between? There's like just people walking by. It's like just I think there's people aisle. walking by because yeah. they just walked straight in. No, I'm pretty sure they came from the hack guy. It was kind of like a little anti room, but I don't think there really yeah. was. No, I think they came straight from the hack guy into that chair. Yeah. So anyone can just kind of poke their head in through the curtain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> hey, boobs. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> That's all you need. You take the mental picture, the mental snapshot. And you're like, all right, we got it. We're good. <laughs> Hey, look, it's the lady from Three's Company. <laughs> hey, it's Terry. <laughs> All right. Now that we've met in Three's Company again. <laughs> Does anybody anything else? on our door. No, I got nothing else. Yeah. Have, have you guys talked about She's the Sheriff? I, I mean, could you tell from our absolute and complete silence that that would I'll be take a that as no? A no. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, so it was a, a, a sitcom in the late 80s about a woman, her, like, husband's the sheriff in, like, some country town, and then he dies, so she just takes over. And it's like, oh no, it's a woman sheriff. Woo! Um, I guess that was a thing in the eighties. But uh, really? so they did like the reverse of Three's Company, where uh, uh, Priscilla here at Barnes did the pilot, but then for the actual series, she gets replaced by Suzanne Summers. Really? Get the hell out of here! Yeah. <laughs> did she live oh, with two men sucks. too? <laughs> 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 we have to pretend they're gay because, I don't know, or yeah. they pretend they're criminals, and she's the sheriff, and she keeps them locked up. I don't know. I never actually saw it. I just saw. I just saw that on IMDb, and apparently, like it's supposed to be a really awful, awful. I was gonna say series. I do not care enough to watch that show. Yeah, yeah. Sound- and that was. It's from like eighty seven to eighty nine, which was like my prime. 
TV watching years, but I don't remember this at yeah, all. Yeah, me too. I mean, no. I guess my parents had enough taste not to put that on. Yeah. <laughs> I got to guess it ran for one season and got taken off too. Right? He said 87, 89. It's got to be oh, like two yeah. seasons. Wow. Get out yeah, of two seasons. Um, that, I mean, that yeah. unless it had a two-year, a two-season commitment, it had to be riding somebody's coattails. Well, Suzanne Summers was still pretty big. Yeah, I guess, but like, was she? We still riding that gravy train in '87? <laughs> I guess so. I mean, I'm just looking at the cast list on IMDb, and like, I don't, re- I don't know any of these people. There's like no other names. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's no one. But uh, yeah, I just thought, oh, well, there's oh, Dom Herrera. The oh, two episodes. I, mean, I love Dom Herrera and all, but I'm not. He's not carrying he's a, a series for him. No, he's not yeah. carrying a full series. Yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. Like, so she did. Yeah, because like she replaced Suzanne Summers in Three's Company, and then Suzanne kind of I don't know got her back, whatever. Replaced her on this thing. <laughs> yeah, I know what kind. I mean, I, I still preferred her over Chrissy on Three's Company, but yeah. All right, so that's all I got for uh, for eighty five. All right, why don't you tell the fine people out there where they could find you? <laughs> Uh, probably I do lots of things. I'm all over the place. Uh, probably the best place is to go catandshawn.org. Uh, That's C-A-T and S-E-A-N, Sean.org. And there I link to the Groundhog Minute, the Spinal Tap Minute, the Five Minutes of Mime. I also list, uh, we, we just came out of the, the holiday season. We did planes, trains, and automobiles for Thanksgiving and then Scrooged, the uh, the Bill Murray classic for Christmas and and uh, like all my guest appearances and everything, all my podcast stuff is, is linked. So uh, yeah, check that out, catandshawn.org. All right, Chris, hit it. Duelinggenre.com. Uh, we are the Jane Silent Bob Minute. We went through Clerks and now we're working our way through Mallrats. If you like the sound of our voices, you can go back to our first podcast, The Burbs Minute, and you can find us on moviesbyminutes.com. Pay special attention to the Star Wars Minute. They're the ones who started all this. You got anything else, Jeff? No, that's it. Just remember, we're coming for you, Apatow. Survivor Series 2019. <laughs> I expect to see you there. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Woo!